Welcome to Sailing in the Mediterranean and Beyond podcast. I'm your host. My name is Franz. Well, I have some things to talk about. One of the big things that I need to bring you up to date on has been the issues I've had with my podcast feed. And I'm going to go into that more after I thank my sponsor, my first sponsor, and I hope to get more sponsors, Sailrite. Since 1969, Sailrite has been equipping you with everything you need to sew for your boat, from bimini's and boat covers to upholstery work and even sewing your own sails. Sailrite is your one-stop shop for fabric, sail and canvas kits, tools, hardware and sewing supplies. Sailrite is also the maker of the patented Ultrafeed sewing machine, a portable heavy-duty machine that can handle all the sewing jobs for your boat and more. A passionate crew of DIYers, Sailrite produces high-quality, free how-to videos to empower their customers to turn their sewing dreams into a reality. Well, you probably got a chance to listen to the first episode that I did with Jackson and Xanthi on Finding Avalon, and that was episode 183. And then I continued to put out more podcasts and more podcasts and more podcasts, and I was not getting the downloads into my iTunes feed or my Apple podcast feed on my iPhone. So suddenly I saw the statistics for my podcast downloads drop by 90%. So so I knew there was something wrong with the RSS feed. I tried everything I could do to troubleshoot it, and I was unsuccessful. Well, last weekend, I went to a podcast convention in Utah, and I met with uh, some Dave Jackson from Libsyn, who's a pod, and Libsyn is the, is the company that basically stores my podcasts and delivers it when you want to download it in Apple Podcasts. And I told Dave I was having this problem, and we looked at my RSS feed, and we were able to troubleshoot it. And it turns out that I had put some JavaScript in the post, uh, and Apple rejected it for that reason. And I'm glad he helped me because I was unable to troubleshoot it myself. Now, I sent a note out to my patrons letting them know that I was having this problem. And I just want to thank my friend Joe Richardson, for offering to help me. Apparently, Joe works in the technology area, and he said he would help me if he could. And as it turned out, I was able to troubleshoot it without his help. But I had told him that if I couldn't figure out the problem over the weekend, I would reach out to him and see what he could do to help me. So, Joe, thanks so much for offering to help me on this. Joe is a patron, and he's willing to go beyond just being a patron. Thanks, Joe. Really appreciate it. Anyway, I finally got the feed fixed, and you probably have not listened to (laughs) the great episodes that I did with Jackson, Crandall, and Xanthi on Finding Avalon, because we had a total of five, well, actually, a total of four episodes, and if you go back and update your feed, you can go listen to those. Also, I had an interview with Jeff Whitmer, who now is in Greece, sailing around with his family, about how he went and bought a catamaran from Sunsail in in Greece and how he's outfitted it and how he plans on sailing it over the next year to the Caribbean and selling it. 
So that was a great episode with Jeff. He gave us a lot of key tips on how to go about buying a boat that's coming off charter. And then I had two more episodes, one with Steve Neal of No Foreign Lands. That was episode 188. And Steve brought us up to date on what is new with NoForeignLands.com. And then one more episode from Nick Bice of USAFE, which is basically a man overboard drone. That was a fairly short interview, but I thought it was interesting. I saw a video of this in YouTube, and I thought, wow, this is cool. Let me go out and reach out and talk to this company that's producing this. So the most recent episode was released, well, today, actually. It was the first of the episodes with Dr. Joe Alton and Nurse Amy on first aid on board a sailboat. And then the next one of those episodes, the part two of that, will be released next Thursday. I'm recording this on June 13th, 2019. So if you've missed those episodes, go back and download them because they are available in iTunes now, or not iTunes anymore. I'd have to stop myself from saying iTunes. Apple Podcasts now, or your other podcast feed, and all is well. So I learned my lesson on trying to insert JavaScript into a post that's going to be syndicated on RSS. All right, like I say, I went to this podcast convention, and one of the things they talked about there is how people monetize a podcast. And I've tried to figure out ways to monetize this podcast. I have one sponsor, Sailrite, and I really should probably have three or four other sponsors for this podcast. And the nice thing about my podcast is in the top 10% of all podcasts in the Apple Podcast directory. So it gets a lot of listens. The audience has not grown much over the last couple of years, but I may be topped out on the people that are interested in the subject. If you have friends that are interested in sailing and cruising and learning about sailing and cruising, please suggest that they might subscribe to my podcast. But nonetheless, my podcast is a very targeted podcast. It should appeal to other companies that want to sell products to our sailing community. And I'm thinking in particular, Sunsail or Moorings or some of the bigger yacht charter companies might want to be sponsors of this podcast. So if you know of anybody that might make a good sponsor that fits in with what we are trying to learn on this podcast, would you please tell them to listen to this podcast and see if they have an interest to reach out to me and the email address is franz1 at medsailor.com. And of course, the uh, the website is medsailor.com. I would really appreciate that if you would think about that. <laughs> I have the other the other thing is I've have I have uh, like I say 190 episodes out there and each one of those episodes probably represents at least two probably 3 hours of my time to put those out. So I uh, I need to figure out a way to keep going at this and be motivated to do it. So the way I'm going to stay motivated is if I'm actually being compensated for some of the work I do. It's a it's a labor of love to a certain extent, but it cuts into all the other stuff I have to do to make a living. <laughs> and I would like to uh, to be able to say that my time spent on this podcast is justified. So I'm looking for sponsorships, people that want to run ads that are appropriate for the the podcast. So it could be gear, 
sailing gear. It could be charter companies. It could be apparel companies. I just bought a new foul weather jacket. My original foul weather jacket went across the Atlantic with me in 97. And last summer in this, well, not last summer, two summers ago in this miserable weather when we were sailing from Brindisi over to uh, Sovtok, Croatia, I was getting soaked and soaked, and it was not holding out the water. So finally, I threw it away and decided I was going to buy a new, a new foul weather jacket this year. So I did, and they're not cheap. Good ones for sailing run from $300 up to $500. So I'll be taking that over with me. I had a hard time deciding whether I wanted to get a nice black one or if I wanted to get a red one. And I decided to go with red because if I ever did fall overboard, I'd want them to be able to see me as easily as possible. So by the time you listen to this podcast, I will either be about ready to leave for the Mediterranean or have already left. I'm heading over... Pretty soon I may be meeting with one of our listeners in Amsterdam because I'll be flying into Amsterdam and spending three nights in Amsterdam. And one of our listeners reached out and said, uh, let's let's get together. And we may or may not. I haven't heard from him since I responded to his suggestion. And maybe he's ma- waiting for me to respond. If uh, if <laughs> I think he's waiting for me to respond with a suggestion on where to go to maybe get supper and since I don't know the area, I have no idea where to go. So I would sort of rely on him to suggest a location. But I look forward to that. I like meeting the listeners. I like meeting you. I consider you my friend. So if you're ever in Salt Lake, make sure you stop by and say hello. And Gary, by the way, Gary Takis, who has the, uh, what's the name of the podcast? It's the, it's a dental podcast, and I can't remember the name of it, but it's the oldest dental podcast uh, in uh, in Apple Podcasts, and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but uh, Gary comes out to Lehigh once in a while because he works with some of the dental companies that are in, located in Utah, the dental entrepreneurs, the, the new startups in dental techniques and devices. And Gary, the next time you're out here, make sure you give me a call, and if you have time, we'll get together for lunch or just a drink. So summer plans. I've got some things I have to haul over. Last year when I came back from the there were two things I brought back with me. Number one was my Weems and Plath chronometer. Uh, the movement of it quit working, so I had to bring it back, and I found a new movement, and I replaced that. So now I have to take that back with me this summer. And the other one I talked about already in past episodes was my hand water pump, my Finspray hand galley water pump for fresh water. And the leather had worn out on that, and I couldn't find them easily to replace them. And so I brought it back with me and did some research and learned how to make my own leathers and also found a source of commercial leathers that I could replace it with. So now I will take that back with me, along with all my extra leathers, which pretty much should take care of me for as long as I own the boat, and put it back in the boat. I also am taking over a new... So here's the projects I've got on the boat. First of all, I have to put the galley pump. And next, I have to replace the mixing elbow on the diesel engine, the 3GM30F Yanmar. It's an older engine, a wonderful engine. I only have good things to say about Yanmar diesel engines. But there is a common issue that you have to deal with on these engines. And if you start overheating and your water is circulating... The place to look at is 
the mixing elbow gets corroded and starts plugging up the water exhaust or slows down the water exhaust out the exhaust pipe. And this will be probably the fourth time that I've changed this. It's not a hard project, but I have to fold up like a pretzel to get back behind the engine and get into the area where the mixing elbow bolts up against the block of the engine. And I've done it enough that I know the tricks and techniques, so that's one of the projects I have to have on the boat before I put it in the water. The next project I have on the boat is to replace the fuel lift pump. It was leaking last year, and as it turns out, this is the first time I will have changed it. That is not uncommon to have to change this uh, after about 10 years. And for my boat, it's been 25 years, so that has to be changed as well. And again, it's not a difficult prod project, but getting to the fuel lift pump is difficult because I've got to go... I, there's not enough room on the left side of the boat to get into where the fuel lift pump is, so I have to actually climb into the back of the engine, reach around, and work on it from that area. So basically, again, I have to turn myself into a pretzel. And I'm 66 years old now, and that's getting harder to do. It's just not as easy to, to get back in the engine compartment. I was hoping to have a friend come over with me that was more of an engine person and assign this job to him, but... Uh, but he couldn't make it. Then the next thing I need to do is change the uh, saltwater impeller on the saltwater pump. Again, uh, an easy fix, but it takes time. Uh, the oil I changed before I put the boat up last year, so I don't have to worry about the oil. And I'll change the air filter, so I'm taking over an air filter with me. A lot of these things you would think would be easy to get in Croatia. They are not. And that's why I'm having to haul all this gear back with me because it is very difficult to get these older parts for the older Yanmar engines. So that's what I'm taking over with me along with a few other things, which I don't need to go into. But that's the main, those are the main projects I have on the boat when I get to the boat before I put it in the water. And I'm hoping to have all these projects done within two days of, uh, of me arriving in Dubrovnik. One thing I'm a little worried about is I got a call from my surveyor and he said that my full cover, which I put over the boat, was getting damaged because there were very, very strong winds blowing through the marina over the winter. They actually had hurricane force winds coming down through ACI Marina Dubrovnik. And he said, it's, we're predicting more bad winds. I would suggest you get it off the boat and uh, and so I called up the marina, or I sent an email to the marina and asked them to go take off the cover and fold it up and put it down below. So I'm hoping it was dry when they folded it up. Otherwise, it's going to be a mildewy mess. And then I have to fix fix it. And I knew that the zippers had, had come loose. And again, with the zippers... It's not the zippers that break down. It's the stitching that hold the zippers on that breaks down. That polyester thread just deteriorates quickly. So I'm taking over some um, propylene thread, which is a Teflon thread, which is more difficult to work with. But if you can get it as the thread that holds it on, it will be a lifetime thread. So I shouldn't have to worry about it again, as well as the zippers to replace the old zippers with. So I'm hoping the cover isn't damaged 
very much, I know I've got to replace the zippers, and so that means there's four zippers that have to be put back in the full cover. Since the full cover has been off for about three months, I'm worried about the bright work on my boat. I worry about how much varnish I'm going to have to really do some serious work on. The nice thing about a full cover is it really slows down the deterioration of the woodwork on the exterior of a boat. And that's why I've always had a full cover on my boat when I've left it over the winter. This year will be the first time I've gone back where the full cover has been off for uh, an extended period of time. So I'm a little worried about that. In my next episode, I'm going to deviate from sailing topics, and I'm going to be talking with my daughter. She's going to be my guest on the interview. She had an adventure down in southern Utah hiking. So the next episode, we are going to be talking about possibly dangerous situations she was involved with in hiking in southern Utah. And so we're going to deviate from sailing. That will come out. I'll record it, and I'll schedule it, and it'll come out (laughs) when I'm over in Europe. And The next few episodes after that, I'm going to record a few episodes, but the next episodes after that are going to be past podcasts being re-released. If you haven't been listening to this podcast for many years, there's a lot of podcasts back in the directory that you probably haven't had a chance to listen to, and there's some really good information in those old podcasts. And along those lines, perhaps a couple podcasts ago, I mentioned that I had taken access to all these old posts off and they were now private and that the way you could get the old episodes was to go buy uh, bundles of 20 podcasts from the website, go to the website and it'll list the 20 podcasts that are available and you pay $9.99. So basically 50 cents per episode if you want to go back and, and purchase those episodes. I got to thinking about it and I want this information out there. So if you would like to support the podcast, there's a couple ways of doing it. Number one, find me another sponsor. Number two, buy some of my audio products, and that would include these old podcast episodes if you want to listen to the old podcast episodes. Number three is become a patron, and number four is to buy my Learn to Sail audio books, the ones that prepare you for the ASA exams. I have a series of lessons for the ASA 101, also for the 103 and the 104 exams. Can't teach you to sail, but I can teach you the information that you will need in order to pass the written portion of those examinations. I have a lot of good positive reviews on them, and people have been very happy when they bought them. I basically try to teach by giving you examples of, well, giving you examples from my personal experience on how I learned some of the lessons that I teach. And I think learning by storytelling is much better than just trying to learn by memorization. And that's the way I try to teach. So I made all of those past posts available again. So you can go back in the past posts and listen to those episodes but it's going to be a lot more convenient for you just to go buy bundles of uh, 20 podcasts at the website. Again, it'll take you to Gumroad. Gumroad will let you download the MP3 files or listen to it on their app. Uh, Quite honestly, their app needs a lot of work, so I suggest that you download it into your computer and then upload it into your listening device. 
So look forward to those past podcasts being re-released while I'm out sailing. I'm going to try to put one out per week. It still takes a lot of time to schedule them. And I really want to thank you for being a listener to this podcast and tell your friends about it. I'd appreciate it. And one other thing I'm going to ask you, if you like the podcast, please go into Apple Podcasts and write a positive review. It really makes a difference. Get out there and go sailing. I am. Life is short. In the end, all that really matters is the memories you make. So make a few. Go sailing.